0: Welcome everyone, it is 3 p.m. and it's time for a server room show. This is episode 40. Today we will talk about uh, Continuous Configuration Automation Tools, CCAT, and exactly we're going to talk about Ansible. So I hope that my all-time uh, listeners and fans, two humans and uh, a black cat named Ben are ready, so we can uh, start this. I raised the volume on the on the audio in for the ones who watch this on twitch.tv because uh, they always mention that uh, the audio volume was low there, so I raised it up a little bit, I don't know what 4 decibel would mean compared to zero, so I expect it's uh, it's at least louder and better than than normally. So Ansible and uh, all these continuous configuration automation tools, why they are important amongst with uh, other uh, tools in in sysadmins or or devops uh, arsenal. They are important because uh, tools like Ansible or, or PowerShell, we will talk about PowerShell at some point, I will make a, uh, an episode on it. Uh, these these tools uh, are making us more um, efficient. We can uh, be able to manage uh, bigger infrastructures. We can uh, do things which otherwise would uh, take us, I don't know, let's say half an hour. We can achieve it in in four minutes. We can administer and make sure that uh, the things we do are consistent throughout imagine if you need to apply uh, let's say you need to uh, make sure that uh, two simple uh, settings are set uh, exactly the same throughout uh, let's say 50 servers how you make sure that uh, there is no human error or or you or you don't miss uh, one of them or you don't uh, uh, change uh, on one of them only one of the settings instead of uh, both of them so tools like this continuous configuration automation tools like uh, ansible i'm going to talk about are great for uh, for automating uh, these kind of uh, tasks we need to know what is uh, infrastructure as a code infrastructure as a code is the process of managing and provisioning computer data centers through machine readable definition files rather than, uh, as I mentioned, doing those physical hardware configuration uh, changes uh, or using these interactive configuration tools in layman terms, the the GUI uh, interfaces. So instead of going through uh, the manual uh, labor of uh, physically uh, changing something or diving through uh, uh, submenus in, 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 in somewhere in in the GUI on control panel or whatnot, not it's, uh, it's more efficient and, uh, and quicker to use some kind of machine readable uh, definition file so the, we can make the computer do these, um, these desired changes on on the state of the configuration. The IT infrastructure managed by this process uh, comprises both physical equipment such as bare metal servers as well as virtual machines and associated configuration resources. The definitions may be in a version control system. It can use either scripts or declarative definitions rather than manual process, but the term is more often used to promote uh, declarative approaches. There are two main type of approaches, one called uh, declarative, uh, functional, and another one is called imperative, uh, pro- procedural. Uh, the difference between uh, the two and what makes you understand it uh, much more simple and, and much better than than how they are named and, and called, these two approaches, is that uh, one can be described with the word what and another one can be described with the word how so that's how these two approaches declarative and imperative uh, differs from one another one is describing the what and another one describing the how the declarative approach focuses on what the eventual target configuration should be and the imperative focuses on how the infrastructure is to be changed uh to 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 met this desired configuration so the declarative uh, says i want it to look like this while the imperative says how can i what are the steps required to to achieve uh, configuration x i want to i want to achieve The declarative approach defines the desired state and the system executes what needs to happen to achieve that desired state, while the imperative defines specific commands that need to be executed in the appropriate order to end with the desired conclusion or configuration. To do this, there are uh, two uh, methods uh, used or applied. One of them is uh, the push method and another one is the pull method. The main difference is the manner in which the servers are told how to be configured. In the pull method, the servers to be configured will pull its configuration from the controlling server. In the push method, the controlling server pushes the configuration to the destination system. The pool, uh, continuous configuration automation tools which are using the pull uh, method for example, uh, Chef or Puppet or CF Engine, they always, ne- nearly, nearly always they require um, an agent or a, or a kind of agent being present on, on the client machine or on the machines uh, you desire to, to, to control uh, or, or, or to, to, to do this automation on. Uh, while the push methods they can do uh, the same thing uh, the, the other tools do but without using any agent and the reason being that for the the pull method the clients uh, each time in a given um, frequency with a, with a given frequency they have to uh, check in so to say with the uh, with the management server where the automation uh, tool uh, is, is hosted and ask, uh, is there anything new for me? Is there, is there something you want uh, me to do? And uh, that's what the agent sitting there on these clients with the, with the pool method uh, taking care of that. Uh, this uh, communication uh, happens uh, every, every so o- often. While the push method can be agentless as the initiation of, uh, of a desired action always ha- happens and uh, initiates from the, the server and from, from where the continuous configuration automation tool is, is, uh, is hosted or, or, or being placed. And uh, for some people it can be Uh, a deal breaker uh, having or not uh, a configuration agent always present or or not it definitely can have uh, pros and cons uh, between push and uh, pull uh, methods i didn't uh, dive into into the the differences or, or which one is better as I uh, focus mainly on Ansible in this episode. As I mentioned, uh, some examples uh, which probably you know, like Chef, Otter, Puppet, SaltStack, Engine, Terraform, and uh, of course Ansible. Uh, Ansible, uh, you probably uh, heard about it or, or already know that uh, Ansible exists uh, as a form of a corporate uh, offering from Red Hat because Red Hat purchased uh, Ansible a couple of years back. And uh, what Ansible uh, Tower is, don't uh, don't think that it's uh, it's something uh, completely different or that uh, there is something you cannot do. Uh, with with ansible uh, the free and uh, and 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 open it is ansible tower uh, pretty much is just a a graphical user interface so you can uh, easily create uh, what what is called playbooks for for ansible which you will see uh, one of the building blocks for, for working with Ansible, where you actually uh, write out in, uh, in a language pretty, pretty much similar to, to human language. But, uh, in the case of Ansible Tower, you can use kind of like a, a graphical uh, user uh, interface. I even placed uh, a photo that it's, uh, I'm not saying it's very nice and fancy, but you can do exactly the same and, uh, achieve exactly the same using uh, the command line and using uh, uh, pretty much the only thing you need to work with Ansible which is a, a text editor so uh, people who feel the need that they need to have uh, uh, some kind of a graphical user interface to build uh, these uh, Ansible playbooks uh, easier they are in luck because uh, an open source uh, offering exists uh, pretty much similar or mimicking uh, red hat's ansible tower called uh, semaphore but for real hardcore people uh, they probably stick with uh, stick with uh, ansible as it is and uh, with their favorite uh, text editor i lost my line there was i Uh, To be able to continue uh, with uh, Ansible, we have to see uh, very briefly what uh, is DevOps. DevOps is a set of practices that combines software development uh, in the the acronym DEV with uh, with with-end IT operations, which is the OPS. It aims to shorten uh, the system development lifecycle and provide continuous delivery with high software quality. DevOps is complementary with uh, agile software development. Uh, Several DevOps aspects came from uh, agile methodology. CCA tools uh, relationships to DevOps. Uh, infrastructure, Infrastructure as a code can be a key attribute of enabling best practices in DevOps. Developers become more involved in defining configuration and Ops teams get involved earlier in the development process. Tools that uh, utilize uh, infrastructure as a code bring visibility to the state and configuration of servers and ultimately provide the visibility to users within the enterprise aiming to bring teams together uh, to maximize their efforts. Automation in general aims to take the confusion and error-prone aspect of manual processes and make it more efficient and uh, productive, allowing for better software and applications uh, to be created with flexibility, less downtime and an overall cost-effective way for the company. Infrastructure as a code is intended to reduce the complexity that kills efficiency out of uh, manual configuration. Automation and collaboration are considered central points in DevOps infrastructure infrastructure automation tools are often included as components of a devops toolchain what uh, the main takeaway uh, could be from this maybe it doesn't uh, explain in in clear terms but uh, these automation tools while they are great asset for uh, for developers they are just as great for um, for operations uh, engineers, like uh, like system uh, administrators, like I uh, described in the beginning, that uh, if there is a tool out there which is uh, thanks to it uh, uh, easily readable and uh, uh, learnable, does the word exist? The 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 reason that it's also very easy to learn to to handle. Uh, Because normally sysadmin people, at least uh, people like me, I mean, the moment I need to write, uh, uh, not even go as far as code, but go as far as uh, script, like bash or uh, powershell, I immediately don't feel as comfortable as, uh, as with any other operation. I don't know why is that so what i'm i'm trying to say that when there is a tool which is very easy to learn and handle thanks to its nature that it's uh, very similar to 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 nearly uh, spoken english and it's easy to 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 read and and, and describe what you want uh, the tool to do then if uh, someone likes uh, like a sysadmin can choose to do like in the example manually configure those two settings on 50 of its servers uh, he has to do and spend uh, okay let's say let's spend uh, one hour to make sure that on 50 servers all the 50 servers all these things are uh, are done and changed uh, I know he could probably use PowerShell or, or some other script, but imagine he is introduced to to tools like Ansible, and then he say, uh, okay, so I either spend one hour here and do mm, this thing I have to do manually, or I I, I create uh, a playbook in Ansible for for whatever it, uh, it whatever I need to change on all these 50 servers, and uh, and it's done in five minutes or even less and i go have lunch uh, 45 uh, 55 minutes earlier than then i would do naturally if i have to do this uh, with hand so that's how it is uh, useful and beneficial for uh, not just for dev uh, developers but for uh, it it admins and it Uh, technicians like uh, like ourselves so what is Ansible Ansible is an open source software provisioning configuration management and application deployment tool enabling infrastructure as a code it runs on many Unix like systems and can configure both Unix like systems as well as Microsoft Windows however uh, I would point out that one of the reasons why I want to talk about PowerShell in a, in a later episode, that I think that for for certain scenarios, uh, perhaps I would stick uh, to Ansible when it comes to to Unix-like system to be managed, and I would uh, keep PowerShell and uh, perhaps some some other tool when it comes to administering administering Windows Server. It includes uh, its own declarative language to describe system configuration. Ansible was written by Michael Dehan and acquired by Red Hat in 2015, as I stated previously that Red Hat bought Ansible a while a couple of years ago. Ansible is agentless, temporarily connecting remotely via SSH or Windows Remote Management allowing remote uh, powershell execution to do its tasks. The term Ansible was coined by Ursula K. Leggin in her 1966 novel *Rocannon's Word and refers to fictional instantaneous communication system. I left this in because I found this interesting. The Ansible tool was developed by Michael D and author of the provisioning server application cobbler and co-author of the fedora unified network controller framework for remote administration ansible was the company uh, set up to commercially support and sponsor ansible uh, red hat acquired ansible in october 2015. Ansible is included as part of the Fedora distribution of Linux, owned by Red Hat, and is also available for Red Hat Enterprise Linux, CentOS, OpenSUSE, SUSE Linux Enterprise, Debian, Ubuntu, Scientific Linux, and Oracle Linux if someone uses that. I don't really think so. We don't really like Oracle. We have extra packages for Enterprise Linux, uh, as well as for other operating systems. Unlike most uh, configuration management software, Ansible does not require a single controlling machine where orchestration begins. Ansible works against multiple uh, systems in your infrastructure by selecting portions of Ansible's inventory stored as editable, versionable, editable and versionable uh, ASCII text files. Not only is this inventory configurable, but you can also uh, multiple uh, but you can also use multiple inventory files at the same time and pull inventory from dynamic or cloud sources or different formats like yaml and uh, ini files and so on any machine with ansible utilities installed can uh, leverage a set of files directories to orchestrate other needs other nodes sorry the absence of a central server requirement greatly simplifies disaster recovery planning Nodes are managed by this controlling machine, typically over SSH. The controlling machine describes the location of nodes through its inventory. Sensitive data can be stored in encrypted files using Ansible Vault since 2014. In contrast with other popular configuration management software such as Chef, Puppet and CF CFEngine. Ansible uses an agentless architecture with Ansible software not normally running or even uh, installed on the controlled node. Instead, Ansible orchestrates a node by installing and running modules on the node temporarily via SSH. For the duration of the orchestration task, a process running the module communicates with the controlling machine with a JSON-based protocol via its standard input and output. When Ansible is not managing a node, it does not consume resources on the node because no daemons are executing uh, or no software installed or no no uh, no agent is running as we as we discussed the design goals of uh, ansible include to be uh, minimal in nature management system should not impose additional dependencies on the environment to be consistent with Ansible, one should be able to create consistent uh, environments. Like we mentioned in the example that if we want uh, a, an environment where the same settings set the same way throughout uh, our machines, using a, a tool like Ansible can help uh, help us uh, completely eradicate uh, the chance for human error by doing this uh, this task uh, manually it has to be uh, in the design goals it mentions it has to be secure ansible does not deploy agents to nodes only open ssh and python are required on the managed nodes to be able to uh, be managed with ansible highly reliable when carefully written an ansible playbook can be indepotent. the in the, potent, in the yeah, in the potentities, to prevent unexpected side effects on the managed systems, it is entirely possible to have a poorly written playbook that is not in the potent. Minimal learning required. Playbooks use an easy and descriptive language based on YAML uh, and Jinja templates. Uh, as I said, uh, that's very attractive for people less uh, familiar or or uh, people who get easily scared when they need to write uh, even a single script or or uh, let alone uh, program uh, something. Modules. Modules are mostly standalone and can be written in a standard scripting language such as Python, Perl, Ruby, Bash and so on. One of the guiding uh, properties of uh, modules is in the potency, which means that even if an operation is repeated multiple times, for example, uh, upon recovery from an outage, it will always place the system into the same state. Uh, Inventory configuration. The inventory is a description of the nodes that can be accessed by uh, Ansible. By default the inventory is described by a configuration file in in your uh, YAML format whose default location is in uh, slash etsy slash ansible slash hosts the configuration file lists either the ip addresses or host name of each node that is accessible by ansible in addition nodes can be assigned to groups ansible uh, pretty much has uh, uh, two uh, building uh, blocks with which uh, which it uses to, to function and, and do its job, one is, uh, is the inventory uh, configuration file which keeps and holds uh, all the hosts uh, either described by their IP addresses or host names uh, and either being individual nodes or grouped together as you the ones you see. Uh, people who follow my cast can see my screen uh, right now, or the ones who Look into the show notes. You can uh, group uh, notes together. For example, you can refer to uh, refer to a group of uh, nodes as web servers, and uh, all the ones listed uh, below in in this group can be uh, later be actioned uh, as part of a group. You could uh, send an Ansible playbook to the group of web servers. Uh, just as you would be able to send an Ansible playbook to an individual uh, node itself, so this file is one of the main building block of uh, of Ansible, and another file is uh, is, the, is the is the one i already mentioned, the playbook file, which uh, he describes in a very simple and easily uh, le- easily a language which can be, be lear- easily learned uh, describes the actions which needs to be taken, your, your desired actions you want to take on the node. And in this example you see on the screen there you have three nodes and uh, one of them is an individual node uh, described as, uh, as its IP address and uh, there is, uh, two nodes referred to them with their uh, host names. Grouped together under the, the common group called web servers, Ansible can also use a custom uh, dynamic inventory uh, script, which can dynamically pull data from a different system and supports groups of groups, groups of groups, playbooks. The second uh, building block uh, which Ansible needs for uh, functioning. Playbooks are YAML files that express uh, configurations, deployment and orchestration in Ansible and allow Ansible to perform operations on managed nodes. Each playbook maps a group of hosts to a set of roles. Each role is represented by calls to Ansible task. On the screen you can see I have uh, uh, a very simple example, which uh, uh, being uh, actioned uh, in a group, of uh, Hosts referred to as web servers. It uh, uses uh, two uh, simple uh, variables, one called HTTP port, uh, which uh, indicates the number, uh, the port 80 and uh, the maximum number of clients 200. Uh, it is being uh, executed with um, super user privileges. Uh, it will need uh, root privileges on. On the client's end, to, to the actions uh, following to to take part, and then it breaks it down to to simple tasks. Uh, you can have uh, multiple tasks uh, and also uh, multiple uh, steps in, in 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 a task. Uh, this uh, playbook, for example, uh, first it makes makes sure that your Apache uh, HTTPD on the on on this server on the web servers are uh, the latest then it uh, writes the H- 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 htc H- H- httpd configuration file uh, then it does um, a restart notifies and does a restart of the apache server then it makes sure that it uh, started back and uh, and that's pretty much it what uh, what it does in this example? Ansible Tower, as uh, I mentioned, is the is a REST API uh, web service and web-based console designed to make Ansible more usable for IT teams with members of different technical proficiencies and skill sets. Uh, people like me. It is a hub for automation tasks. Tower is a commercial product supported by Red Hat, uh, derived from AWX upstream project, which is open source since September t- uh, 2017. And as I mentioned, there is another open source alternative to Tower, which is uh, Semaphore. And uh, the rest is the links to this article. As always, we had uh, 30 seconds left on the clock. I hope you guys enjoyed. enjoyed and uh, we will see each other uh, next saturday again have a nice uh, weekend